Home for the Rural News now with Monique Steele. Kia ora. It's been a horror season for North Island beekeepers. Tenakwe Charlotte, yes, honey production for the whole country was down 45% this year, mostly due to all the wet weather in the North Island. Just 12,000 tonnes of honey was produced in the 2023 season, down from 22,000 tonnes last year. The per hive average in the North Island was just over 14 kilograms, compared to nearly 33 kilos in the South Island. Apiculture New Zealand's Chief Executive Karen Koss says Cyclone Gabrielle destroyed thousands of hives, and that's reflected in the new data. She says there's still good inventory of honey, so supply will be fine, but the drop is disappointing for beekeepers. If you look at the exporters, they'll tell you that um, while their their ex- export figures are down, the prospects are still relatively good. You know, we've been able to go out and talk to markets. So, you know, I think as the NPI report, SOPI report was showing, um, they're predicting the honey export revenue will bounce back about 8% for next year. So I think we're starting to see that um, some green shoots in the marketplace. But look, for the beekeeper on the ground, it's been really tough. You've had the, the hard season. You've still got the huge um, the costs. Cost of doing business has gone up, whether it's your petrol, your diesel, whether it's your treatments, whether it's your feeding. So that's probably been the, the real issue, actually. You know, the cost of production is really significant. Karen Koss says with warmer and more settled weather forecast for the start of next year, honey production for this season is expected to be stronger. A second farm is infected with cattle disease Mycoplasma bovis in Canterbury's Salwyn district. It's next door to the other infected farm in the region and has been under movement restrictions for several weeks. The two farms will be cleared of cattle and disinfected by early next year. Publicity around Massey University's cuts to its Albany-based science programs is adversely affecting interest in its agricultural and horticultural science degrees at its Manawatu campus. The university announced yesterday it's going ahead with plans to consolidate its College of Science courses to the Palmerston North campus. The School of Agriculture's academic lead, James Milner, says the ag science, hort science, agribusiness and animal science degrees are all unchanged and taking enrolments. He says in the normal year, up to 230 students enrol in the degrees, but inquiries about them have dropped. It's probably too early to say exactly what we're going to be doing, but you know we may potentially be down because we are aware of students who have um, decided to well, essentially go to Lincoln because uh, they're our major competition. We know that some students have decided to do that because of Uh, the publicity around our restructuring. That's James Milner of Massey University. Farmer confidence remains low, but is ticking upwards. Rabobank's fourth quarter rural confidence survey shows farmer confidence in the agri-economy was up 25 points, but remains in negative territory. Analyst Emma Higgins says the lift was largely driven by dairy farmers feeling more confident. It was dairy farmers who have really moved the needle the most, having recorded the biggest lift in sentiment. And we think this is largely down to healthier global dairy trade results throughout the months of November and also October when the survey period was released. We saw across this time period that dairy commodity prices pushed a lot higher And that's been one of the factors that's contributed to the upwards revision that we've seen come through from Fonterra with regards to their 
forecast Farmgate milk price. But Emma Higgins says overall farmer sentiment is still low, driven mostly by sheep farmers now dealing with increased costs and falling lamb and wool prices. Time to get an update from the sale yards around the country, with only one more sale left this year. I caught up with AgriHQ's Suze Bremner earlier today. Well, we did have the first of the ewe fairs for the season, which was held at Silk Lodge on Tuesday, and it actually looked a little bit different to past years. So there were only 1,340 ewes on offer, which is the lowest number on record, and that is a sign of the times in the season. So most farmers have opted to hang on to older ewes because they've got the feed that allows for that, and the current market situation is not exactly enticing. So that much smaller national ewe flock also has played a part. What was noticeable as well was that while there was a the usual high percentage of Romney ewes, the Wiltshire breed actually came in as the second highest number. So the top price was $185 for a line of Tudus Wiltshire ewes, while three pens of five-year Romney and Perindale ewes sold for $95 to $125. And how are cattle prices? Well, that store cattle market is pumping along, which is helped by feed levels and some buyers looking for alternatives to other stock classes. It will finish the year on a very positive note, which is great, and auction prices are very similar to last year's levels. And that's despite schedule prices being about 30 to 60 cents behind last year. At Frankton on Wednesday, there was an annual draft consignment of 220 yearling South Devon steers and heifers, and they really stood out from the crowd. The steers sold for $1,020 to $1,190, and the heifers were $985 to $1,100. And what levels are we seeing for store market lamb? Well, I am hoping that this week we uh, in the North Island market we've seen the bottom as prices at Stortford did, did slightly improve. There was a big on-farm sale at Waikuta Station in Gisborne, and they sold the most lambs in one hit that we've seen so far. There was 1100 there and they made 55 to $114. But fielding will really test the market today as they have 12,000 lambs on offer. Now, bigger tallies have been put through the South Island yards. Canterbury Park offered up 3,300 and for the third week in a row, a large portion of them actually came out of Marlborough. So the better lambs made 70 to $100 and the balance were down to $45. And at Tamuka, nearly 5,000 lambs were penned and they averaged a respectable $80 and sold up to $112. That's Suze Bremner of AgriHQ. And just lastly, two cousins are on track to beat the two-stand, eight-hour woman's record for sharing strong wool lambs. Megan Whitehead and Hannah McColl are trying to beat the record of 903 lambs on a farm near Gore today. They've just hit 642 at the halfway point, and Miss Whitehead is also on target to crack the solo record. And that's the Rural News for this week. Kia pai tora.